opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Murray Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Murray's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit ConflictHealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, you know, Lord, today our show is about something that everybody has in their heart, because we're all humans, and that is longings. And I've been reading this fabulous book by a repeat guest who we've had on before. It's by David Rico, and it's called The Five Longings. What We've Always Wanted and Already Have, A Guide to Love, Meaning, Freedom, Happiness, and Growth. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Well, it is wonderful. And we have a a great testimonial saying, Skillfully and beautifully clarifies the often confusing differences between healthy, necessary longings and the painful alleyways of desire and addiction. This book offers a broad vision of the topic and precise suggestions for handling the powerful energy, energies of longing. And this is by Sharon Salzberg, and she's the author of Loving Kindness and Real Happiness. So let me tell you a little bit about our author who's been on before. Uh, David Rico is a PhD, MFT, and he is a psychotherapist, teacher, a workshop leader, and a writer who works in Santa Barbara and San Francisco, California. He combines Jungian poetic and mythic perspectives in his work with the intention of integrating the psychological and the spiritual together. His books and workshops include attention to Buddhist practices. So we are just so thrilled to have him. You can learn more about him at our website at conflicthealing.com, but also at daverico.com. That's D-A-V-E-R-I-C-H-O.com. David, thank you again for joining us. My pleasure, Mari. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. So tell us, how is it that you decided to write this book? Well, I noticed longings in myself, and I noticed that they don't go away. They never seem to be fully satisfied. So I thought, well, there's either something wrong with me, or maybe (laughs) it's like this for everybody. So I went to the dictionary, and I looked up longing, and it said uh, an ongoing yearning that can never be fully fulfilled. Mm. Something that uh, you're, you're desiring something that's ultimately not fully attainable, yet you hold on to the longing and you keep yearning for something that's much bigger than yourself and that um, you notice doesn't get fully satisfied, but yet 
you also realize that it's, as you said before, a part of being human. Mm. So, so you named this book The Five Longings, What We've Always Wanted and Already Have. So that's kind of contradictory to the dictionary saying longings that, that are never fulfilled. You're talking about what we've always wanted and already have. So let's, uh, let's kind of go over that title and help us understand what you mean. That, that the longings that we have, which are never finally completely settled, the way a financial dealing is finally settled, uh-huh. actually are reflections of qualities in ourselves. So in this book, I, of course, there are thousands of longings, but in mm. this book, I talk about five specific ones that all of us have in common. We long for love. We long for meaning. We long for happiness. We long for growth. And we long for the freedom to be ourselves. Right. Now, those five are actually in us. We are free beings. We are loving beings. Our lives do have meaning and so forth. So, and since we're evolutionary beings, we're, of course, growing all the time and in a variety of ways, both psychological and spiritual. So the longings show you what you're composed of. Mm. What we do instead of acknowledging that and having it increase our self-esteem and our sense of a larger life inside of us than our ego can ever fully notice, we simply look for the fulfillment of these in other people. Mm. It's okay to do that to some extent, and others can certainly collaborate with us in finding love and happiness, for instance. Mm. But when we expect it of them and we imagine that we will now, quote, live happily ever after, happily ever after would be the opposite of the definition of a longing, um, then we can miss the boat. Now, let me make a distinction between two things, and maybe this will help clarify. Mm -hmm. A desire is for something attainable. Okay. A longing is for something ultimately unattainable, but attainable in moments. Mm. Let me give the examples. You have a desire for a bicycle. You buy this bicycle, and now you fully have it. You have a longing for love. You appreciate the love that comes from your partner or your family member, your friend, and yet you still want more. Mm. Whereas with a bicycle, you don't want more bicycles. Just that one is yours and you're happy with it. It's fully attainable originally and fully fulfillable because it's a material object. Mm. Whereas a longing um, is never really done with. And that's not a comment on how inadequate the person who loves you is. That's a comment on the bigness of a longing, which reflects the bigness of what's inside of us. So when we say both God is love and God is within that, that states precisely the nature of a longing. Mm. We have it already in us, quote, God, God within, 
And since we're saying God, that's something great, transcendent, way beyond what the ego can muster or create. And, and so the love that's in us is greater than anything we could ever imagine. And ironically, the thing that's so big in us is something we hardly notice, appreciate, or take advantage of. So we think of ourselves as you know, not being very loving, for instance. We might have negative thoughts about ourselves, but we could trust that if we do long for love, we must have it inside. Mm-hmm. So it's more than a purpose. It's, it's actually part of us that the fact that we long for love or we long for meaning in our lives, that that's something built into us, that there is always something more for us to evolve. Is that, am I getting it? <laughs> That's the, that's the very idea of it. And the word transcendent mm-hmm. fits very well here because transcendence in Latin means to climb over. Mm. When you have a longing, it transcends, it climbs over anything specific and it goes into the realm of deep feeling and a very subtle senses within us and i'll give an example you have a desire to go on a vacation (laughs) how about that one everybody (laughs) oh yeah okay desire for the return of your boyfriend or girlfriend oh okay all right so that's a desire i desire that he or she come back here Mm -hmm. but the longing is not for the loving partner the longing is for what you feel when you're with that loving partner Mm -hmm. which you could never describe fully it has more depth than any word can reach Mm. so so the longing for love is for something indescribable unique to you as uh, that the really good book the five languages of love point right right that, you know, we each experience love in a different way. Right, right. Each experience the longing in a different way. Mm. And we each fulfillment the, we each experience the fulfillment of the longing differently. The fulfillment is, as I said, momentary. It might last an hour, it might last a weekend, whatever. But it's certainly not permanent like the bicycle in the garage. Right, right. So we're always looking for more. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a desire, we're not looking for more. We're looking to care for the thing that we have now found. And well, someone might say, I want a new car, and then they want another new car. Or they like to buy shoes, and they want to buy more shoes. That's um, That could almost be... You know, an addiction. You talk a little bit about that too, but um, but yeah, but longing seems to me to be much deeper, a much deeper feeling, right? You mean the longing? The longing is a much deeper feeling. Yes, it's a deeper feeling and a different, a deeper sense. Uh, what I what has been called a felt sense. That's where longings reside. Whereas with addiction. It's the desire or the craving is a better word. Mm-hmm. The craving for more and more. So I want another car or another 
lover or another bottle of JB. Mm. And what you're what you're up to there is seeking more for some type of high or to extend some type of fulfillment, but you're seeking it from something that does not have the quality of final satisfaction. So unlike, say, the bicycle, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. fits with the Buddhist, uh, what in Buddhism is called the first noble truth, that, that the things in the world around us and the experiences and the people and everything are ultimately unsatisfactory because they don't give the sense of enough yeah. for good for permanently. Right. They're not a permanence enough, but they are enough for now. And adults have realized, and I point this out in my book, How to Be an Adult, how to be, I think it's How to Be an Adult in Relationships. Right. Um, that pointed out that in a healthy relationship, you would be satisfied with the moments of true togetherness and true a true sense of secure attachment, but you would never be trying to get that every minute from somebody. Right. You would right. for some of that from yourself and from your friends and from other sources. Right, right. So why do we have these longings? Is it a spiritual need? Is it something in our brain that's pushing us? Uh, what... What is it? Is it our soul? Well, that's very easy to answer. The reason we have longings is because we, like everything else on the planet, are evolutionary beings. Mm, Okay. We're continually becoming more adept at adapting to the changes in the world around us. This oak tree that I'm looking at outside my window is at this very moment adjusting itself to the new forms of pollution that are invading it and is finding new ways to survive in the midst of these changes. Mm -hmm. So we too are evolutionary, always trying to be more, and that's what longings are. They are yearnings for more with the sense that somehow this is helping us grow in all kinds of ways. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so the book is about how to hold your longings in such a way that they help you grow both psychologically and spiritually. Right. You say that our desires and our longings are really our teachers. Could you expand on that, please? Well, First of all, a teacher does two things. First, he or she helps you see that you have the wisdom within you. Mm-hmm. And secondly, he or she teaches you new skills that you didn't know before. So both our desires and our longings, since they come from deep within us, are the equivalent of our own inner wisdom And then secondly, we can learn, which I hope I help uh, do in the book, we can learn 
ways of handling our desires and holding our longings so that both of them help us grow. Also, desires are teachers from a Buddhist or Zen perspective because they show us how endless they are and therefore the first noble truth, things are not fully satisfactory because we always want more. With longings, we want more, but in the sense of deepening. So a desire is about more of something. A longing is about a deeper grasp and longer hold of something. And both of these are in all humans, and both of them teach us what it means to be a human. Mm. You know, as I get older... I can really see how my longings have changed, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's almost like, okay, what what am I going to leave as my legacy? Not not in a like a famous way, I don't mean like that, mm. but as my imprint on this planet or my world, mm. you know? Yeah. It's it's more like um it's weird, like I have this longing, <laughs> this dream. I don't know if longings and dreams are the same, but, you know, I keep envisioning this this beautiful conflict healing center, peacemaking center on the top of a mountain overlooking the ocean. And I see it in Kauai, but I, I just don't imagine, I don't know how it could be there, but it, that's where I see it. It's this longing for that that team with me to create this conflict healing center. <laughs> and and it's it's like in my heart, you know? And then I guess my brain tells me, "Oh, you know, you can't do that." You know what I mean? <laughs> it's uh but it it is a longing that I feel deep deep inside. So, you know, I didn't have that longing when I was a kid, you know? So, our longings really really evolve with us, don't they? Yes, very much so. And that's a much more mature uh, longing, the one you have, because it it goes directly to the service element of our life purpose or destiny. Right, right. What you're longing for is to fulfill a deep sense of service to humanity, specifically in the area of mediation, let's say, of conflict resolution. Right, right. Which is where your skills are. Right. And you're, you would love to um, cre- co-create some right. type of setting in which that could happen. Right. So that's a, a wonderful longing, and it may or may not be f- come to fruition. Right. But even if it did come to fruition, and even if it did happen, while you were sitting there in Kauai, you would still want to deepen it, deepen the work that you're doing, right? so that your outreach could be even greater, or your impact could even be stronger, and that's all in the, that's the equivalence of um, how longings help us evolve, because they push us to do more. Yeah, that that was really kind of my next question that you just kind of answered, which is, how does that longing challenge us? It just, like you said, it kind of pushes us 
it's like kicks us in the butt a little and then kicks us again in the butt, <laughs> right? Yeah, which is the very nature of evolution. Right. That we, we, we keep getting, um, uh, shall we say, help from something that's both within us and around us that pats us on the fanny and, and is trying to move us along on our life journey. Mm. The central archetype inside every person to make this perilous expedition from being stuck in your own ego to becoming someone who has universal love. Mm, That's beautiful. We admire someone like uh, Gandhi, yeah, or Martin Luther King. Right. They somehow transcended their own personal desires and responded to one of the deepest of all the human longings, which is to contribute to the betterment of humanity. Mm. So what, what is the best way to let others know what we're longing for? Well, since I'm from New England, my only answer to that could be tell them straight out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope, keep around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I tell people in mediation. I said, ask for what you want, not what you don't want. <laughs> how can how can we get you what you want if we don't know what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what you're asking for with regard to a longing is help me hold it and feel its flowing fulfillments for these moments. Mm. Not make sure I never have to feel it again because you're fulfilling it. Mm. That contradicts the very nature of it since it's so elusive. You know, David, but what what I'm feeling even with my longing, and, you know, I've done a lot of things in my life, and this is like such a deep longing, and I, I think what happens with me and other people is when they have a big longing, like my longing, <laughs> a big dream, they... They almost feel like, they, you know, it's insurmountable. You know, it's not going to happen. Or they, they tell themselves, well, you can't do that. But, but that's not really the case, is it? That when you, when you have that longing and you share that longing, maybe others can help you achieve that longing? Yeah, they'd be more likely to be able to help you if you came from a, a position of hope rather than of despair. Right, right. Um, what happens in relationships with regard to longing? Oh, okay. First, I wanted to say that, you know, you're, you're making the important point that many people have despaired of their longings. Yeah. That's the equivalent of despairing of your own humanity. Ah. It's certainly very dangerous to your psyche and uh. survival. Now, regarding longings in relationships, of course, we would bring into the relationship the longing for love mm. and for happiness and growth together and... Connection. And it's, we hope we will have a meaningful relationship, one that has an abiding connection. Mm-hmm. And finally, we hope that we will have the kind of relationship that does not debit at all from our individual freedom. Freedom for what? I don't mean civil freedom. Right, right. I mean the freedom 
to be who you uninhibitedly are. Right. And that is the freedom that we're not used to and that most of us never achieve except in moments. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to be like who you actually are rather than what people have expected you to be or what you're trying to project as a persona about who you are, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. to let it hang all out there and and like, this is me, and, and I'm being fully who I am, um, that's terrifying to most people. So some, I also point out in the book that all five of these longings have fear in them. We fear the, the vulnerability that will happen if we have a truly loving connection. We fear the obligations that we'll feel upon ourselves if our life is going to be truly meaningful. Mm. It'll take a lot of effort and discipline to pull that off and right. forth. So we have combination of fear holding us back and desire pushing us forward. Within that tension is the human predicament that we all are finding ourselves in. Mm. And the work is to take note of what it feels like to be within that particular bind and to make the decisions that free us from the fear and help us evolve toward what we really long for. Mm. Beautiful. Well, so we're just about out of time with that. (laughs) So um, this is a beautiful book, and I've really been enjoying it. It's called The Five Longings. What We've Always Wanted and Already Have, A Guide to Love, Meaning, Freedom, Happiness, and Growth by David Rico. And David, you want to just give your website, and then it's time to go. Okay, it's DaveRico.com, D-A-V-E-R-I-C-H-O.com. Right, and the name of the book is The Five Longings. Thank you so much, and we will keep in touch and have you back again, okay? Thanks, Mari. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.